Hello, welcome to Women in Faith. My name is Stephanie Schwartz, and I'm the host of Women in Faith, a podcast to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. We've been working through A.W. Tozer's classic book, The Knowledge of the Holy, and we are at chapter three. Chapter three is titled A Divine Attribute, Something True About God. In the past couple months, I've been asked to write a letter of recommendation for a couple of friends. Uh, These letters are for potential employers who don't really know my friends, but they want to know if and why they should hire them. I know them. Sometimes I know them very well. And I'll gladly tell these employers why they should hire them. I'll explain in a few paragraphs things that are special about them, the reasons they would make wonderful employees, and even note any reasons for concern. Well, what about God? Has anyone submitted to us a letter letting us know what God is like? Is that even possible? Tozer begins the chapter, chapter 3, with a prayer. He says, Majesty unspeakable, my soul desires to behold thee. I cry to thee from the dust. Yet when I inquire after thy name, it is secret. Thou art hidden in the light which no man can approach unto. What thou art cannot be thought or uttered, for thy glory is ineffable. Still, prophet and psalmist, Apostle and saint have encouraged me to believe that I may in some measure know thee. Therefore, I pray whatever of thyself thou hast been pleased to disclose. Help me to search out as treasure more precious than rubies or the merchandise of fine gold. For with thee shall I live when the stars of the twilight are no more and the heavens have vanished away and only thou remainest. Amen. What a beautiful prayer. Tozer wants to know what God is like. Yet as he concedes, God is ineffable. That means God is too great or extreme to be expressed or described in words. And still he prays that God has revealed truths about himself through the scriptures. We call these truths that he's revealed his attributes. Uh, Tozer says an attribute is whatever may be correctly ascribed to God. He says, for the purpose of this book, an attribute of God is whatever God has in any way revealed as being true of himself. He adds, if an attribute is something true of God, It is also something that we can conceive as being true of God. So something that we can picture mentally in our mind. And then he adds, and we should note, God being infinite must possess attributes about which we can know nothing. So it's important to keep in mind that God has revealed truths about himself. He has revealed his attributes, but being an infinite God, there must be attributes of God about which we can know nothing. 
Tozer writes, an attribute, as we can know it, is a mental concept, an intellectual response to God's self-revelation. So we can know things about God, but we don't know everything there is to know about God. We can ask, as Tozer asks, what is God like? What kind of God is he? How may we expect him to act toward us and toward all created things? God wants us to ask the questions. He's actually pleased when we ask these questions, but we must ask these questions with both reverence and humility. And as Tozer writes, God has responded to these questions. He's answered us in creation, in the scripture, and in the person and work of Jesus. So to get to the answers for us, we must reverentially and humbly search for God in his word, because that's where the answers are to be found. I love what Proverbs 2, 1 through 5 says. Proverbs 2, 1 through 5 says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. We must be willing to humbly and reverentially do the work, to do whatever it takes to search the scriptures and see what they reveal to us about the attributes of God. And you know, we must prepare our hearts too. Matthew 5, 8, in the Beatitudes, the blessings, Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So not only do we need to be willing to do the work, but we've got to prepare our hearts. God has revealed himself to us. He's revealed truths about himself to us. And we've got to prepare our hearts and search these truths out in his word. Now, Tozer adds, we must break ourselves of the habit of thinking of the creator as we think of his creatures. He says regarding the creature, us, a man is the sum of his parts and his character the sum of the traits that compose it. These traits, he writes, vary from man to man and may from time to time vary from themselves within the same man. Human character is not constant because the traits or qualities that constitute it are unstable. These come and go, burn low or glow with great intensity throughout our lives. Tozer points out that a person could be kind and compassionate at 30 years old, but the time they hit 50, they can be cruel and mean because we are simply the sum of our parts. We're created and we're made, but God as the creator, he's never been created and he was never made. He is not the sum of his parts like we are. What God is, he always is. He does not change. Tozer writes, the harmony of his being is the result not of a perfect balance of parts, but of the absence of parts. Between his attributes, 
no contradiction can exist. He need not suspend one to exercise another, for in him all his attributes are one. God is not one way sometimes and another way at another time. When we think about God's justice and God's love, we might wrongfully think that he goes from one part to the next. But God is always just, and God is always loving. Tozer writes, love, for instance, is not something God has and which may grow or diminish or cease to be. His love is the way God is, and when he loves, he is simply being himself, and so with the other attributes. He is who he is. He has always been who he is, and he always will be who he is. He doesn't love us one day and then change his mind the next. And so if we're battling fear and worry and anxiety, something that I brought up at the beginning of this series, we should take a minute to think about the fact that the God of this universe, our great creator, he has humbly chosen to reveal himself through the creation, through the scripture, and through Jesus to me and to you. He has revealed himself to us. He has revealed his attributes to us. And whatever he reveals about himself is always true. He is just. He is love. He is compassionate. He is merciful. And we can never exhaust the justice or the love or the compassion or the mercy of God. Well, next time, we'll walk through chapter four, the Holy Trinity. Until then, let's talk to God and let him know that we really humbly want to know him. We want to know what he's like. We want to know how he will act towards us as his created beings. And let's do what the Apostle Paul charges in Colossians 3, 2. Let's set our minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. You know, Solomon, the author of Ecclesiastes, he uses the phrase under the sun 28 times in the ESV translation of the scripture. And we can see as he's looking under the sun at things that are on earth, it's discouraging and it's depressing. So let's choose to get our focus on God, who is over the sun. Let's make a point of it, that this week we will focus on God, the God who is over the sun, and not be engulfed by the things that are under the sun. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. You can always email me at wf at compasschurch.org with any questions or comments that you might have. I will be back next time and look forward to meeting with you again.